This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What is going on, Caps fans? We, uh, <laughs> I've said this before and I'll say it again. We're one day closer to a season. <laughs> In any way, shape, or form it comes. Yeah, absolutely. So, um... I just wanted to tell you guys right at the top of the show about our sponsors, summerskates.com, uh, at summerskates on social, Instagram, and Twitter through today. So today is your last chance to get this deal. Use code DMNOV20 and the percent sign as, uh, at summerskates.com and get 20% off, uh, your, your order. So that's store wide. That's all. Uh, that's everything. Uh, the best thing about it is that all a percentage of all sales uh, go to the Princess Margaret Cancer Hospital through the Road to Hockey to Conquer co- to Conquer Cancer Partnership. Um, Summer Skates have already accumulated over a hundred thousand donations, which is amazing. They're doing they're doing real good work there. Uh, you know, free pa- free shipping with two pairs or more. And you'll get a matching koozie of your favorite NHL team. Or if you just kind of, if you just order the regular ones, like they've, they just released, Polly, I don't know if you saw black, uh, black laces. So like they have black, white, yellow, like just plain ones. Or you can, you know, they can customize them or you get your favorite player. Obviously, uh, I have Ovechkin. And so does Polly. Yeah, um, I didn't see that yet, but that's pretty sick because in my career, um, I've always worn black laces because whether it's true or not, I thought they tied your skates tighter. Um, The black? They just, yeah, they just, I got black and waxed. It just, and it just seemed like they were, they were a a better quality than the white laces. Interesting. Um, But, you know, you, uh, you use this code, you get free shipping. Or the, no, I'm sorry. There's free shipping when you buy two pairs or more. And with that, you get a free matching koozie. And I'm currently drinking beer out of my Ovechkin koozie. Um, it's pretty yeah. legit. And koozie, honestly, sure. you know, That's as a favorite. as a hockey player, and I'm sure most people would agree with me, it's cool as shit to have as many things hockey as possible. So <laughs> drinking beer and having hockey laces on your beer is pretty cool. Absolutely. So again, folks, that's summerskates.com at summerskates on social media, Twitter, Instagram. And if you use today, today is that last chance to do it. D M N O V 20 and the percent sign, uh, you will be able to enjoy a nice discount, get them for your family, get them for your friends. They'll definitely appreciate them. Um, I love my, I love my slides. So go ahead and get them. Thank us later for that. Do it. And with that being said, we should just pop tabs, huh, Paulie? Let's do it. One, two, three. All right, Caps fans. So (laughs) if you haven't heard, uh, there has not been a lot of hockey news, and the only thing that we really kind of, well, 
I take that back. There has been, but this is actually the season finale of the Caps Chirp Podcast Season 1. We wanted to uh, get our good friends from the Juice Box Pod in, uh, and we figured a season finale where it's where the the, the news week is slowish, slowish. Uh, we would love to keep uh, keep everything kind of kind of going and, and make it a little lighthearted. So we're gonna debate whether The Mandalorian or Game of Thrones is the better TV series. And obviously, I am correct in saying The Mandalorian is. And Polly's over here getting Game of Thrones phrases tattooed on his body. So, <laughs> well, yeah. So, <clears throat> like Troll said, not a whole lot going on, but the news that is going on, we are going to delay it to Thursday, just um, so we can have a more hockey relevant episode for season one. Season two. Um, season two premiere. Season two. On season Thursday. two premiere. I'm sorry, not season yeah. one. Um, but you know, I just want to. Give a big thank you to all the Caps fans for listening to us and and uh, putting up with our mindless banter. Sometimes, um, seriously, we did have one one piece of news we wanted to put out there for this week. Yep. Uh, Fred Saskamus, he uh, was one of the first, if not the first. A um, couple articles were saying that it's really hard to tell who was the first, but one of the first Indigenous players in the NHL. He died on. Tuesday, um, November 24th, he was hospitalized due to COVID. He was 86 years old. He played 11 games with the Blackhawks in 1953 and 54. Um, at the time, he was, he was quoted saying, there were only 125 hockey players in six teams, and I was one of them. So, you know, given, given his background, where he came from, it, it was quite the feat. Um, he was living with um the the I'm I'm gonna butcher this name, but the uh Hatha Kakup Cree Nation Reserve in Saskatchewan. Uh he tested positive for COVID nineteen on November nineteenth and uh then he was hospitalized. So, you know, rest in peace to him. He's a real trailblazer of the game and uh we offer condolences to his family. Uh but you know it's it's always great to hear these stories of barrier breakers and he definitely was one of them absolutely absolutely so um you know rest in peace fred man i hope hope you're playing in the big rink in the sky now uh i guess really and again again to echo Polly's uh sentiments here you know thanks a lot to all of you caps fans who have stuck with us and who've grown and and you know we've got a couple people who've who've uh you know tweeted us and and whatnot on social and and any interaction is great um and you know just thanks for listening um season one is gonna come to an end here and then thursday without skipping a beat we'll be back to hockey talk but uh for now we're just gonna take you to our interview with jt and jake from the juice box podcast and we'll talk a little uh little tv a little lightheartedness Uh, Tune in on Thursday. From now on, we'll be dropping two episodes a week. So we hope to see you there. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here 
with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. We have two very special guests. We've got <laughs> the Juice Box Boys, JT and Jake. What's going on, boys? What's, What's up, on, babies? What's up, my guys? Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. So, you know, we did a guest spot. I mean, we were, you graciously invited us on to your show, uh, like what a month or two ago, a couple months ago. It was in the summer. It was it was quite a while ago. And then one of the one of those months, right? Exactly. It it, it feel it feels like it's been half a year, but it's really only I think August. I think Paul's yeah. right, right on the head. Right, yeah. right. So, um, <laughs> and and we we wanted to really just kind of invite you on ours, obviously, like kind of little tit for tat. And we love all the like pop culture and like TV show stuff you do. So, oh, yeah. um, you know, that's kind of why we wanted to get you on and. Uh, I don't know if if oh we didn't we didn't tell you this but this is the season one finale. Of no the, shit. Yeah, I'm so you have the, I feel very honored. <laughs> you have the coveted yeah, season one finale spot. Uh, I mean, you know, the networks the networks growing and whatnot. I mean, it's been a good thing. But uh, Caps fans, sorry, we're not going to be talking too much about hockey because well, there's not enough t- news to really uh, do a full on um, episode. So this is yeah, by going the time to be... you go ahead, Wally. By the time you get to this, uh, we've already talked all the hockey we're going to talk. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, uh, so so this will be the end of season one, and then Thursday, season two picks right up without skipping a beat, and then we're back to two episodes uh, a week. So let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I want to say also before we get going, congratulations, guys, because I did see the news on how. Your guys' whole network just got picked up, and I was very, very excited for both of you because I had, I had a great time when you guys came on, and it's just – it's good to see some local traction. Go in, babies. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, um, the the creators of the network, they're based out of uh, Vancouver Island, actually, so that's like super western Canada, and uh, kind of had this opportunity to be bought by uh, some Americans – uh, in uh, in New York, so that's good, you know, being acquired by the uh, the land of the free. <laughs> hot dog, <laughs> hot dogs and hamburgers. That's what America does. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. And podcasts. And right. podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Shit ton of podcasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. All right. So the real, the real kind of uh, so this all. So first, a second of all, let me thank you too for coming on last minute. This is very last minute. Um, I was talking to Polly today and, you know, our conversations generally go with me like saying, Hey, Polly, I need you to do something for the podcast because you've been slacking off on it for like a week. And then he's like, he's like, Oh, well, you guess what I've been doing? And I'm like, I don't know, probably watching Game of Thrones for the fifth fucking time, just subjecting yourself to that punishment. And, uh, then he was like, no, actually it's the Mandalorian. And I'm like, Oh, okay, Polly. You know, way to broaden your horizons here. This is great. And then I said, The Mandalorian is a superior TV show. Right now, even if it ended tomorrow, it would be better than Game of Thrones. And that's where I stand um, on this whole thing. And then we went back and forth and I was like, you know who could really weigh in well on this is the Juicebox Boys. So, you know, obviously now we're here. Um, so I'm for the Mando. Polly's over there, you know, for fucking Game of Thrones. What it, what it, you know, 
Who wants to go first? What do you I'll, guys I'll think? I'll start. Okay. I'll start. And I was very pumped when you guys messaged me about this question. <laughs> it's a great question because I could go on about this shit forever. But right. right now, I'm going to stick with GOT for now. Okay. That boy. But that's not going to – I think Mando, like if it busts out five, six, seven seasons of the fire it's been putting out, it could end up being better than GOT because – I think in Mando, they're giving us like everything we want as Star Wars fans. You oh know what God. I mean? Yeah. We got we got a Yoda guy, and we found out he was like getting trained when Order sixty six happened. Like it, it brings back all pays homage to all the old shit. Talks about the Clone Wars. Now right. we got Ahsoka in here, and mm. we even got a little glimpse of Boba. So I mean, hopefully he's got a bit. He plays a bigger role in the show, which. I think, I mean, we don't know if it's Boba for a fact, but um, I'm pretty safe to say it is Boba. So, right. I mean, I just love how much Mando has, it's it's answered the fans. You know what it, I mean? And it truly has. And I love that they had Jon Favreau do this yeah. because he's truly, I feel, the ultimate fanboy, like, you know, cow tower, if you will. Like, he'll, he'll fans want it. He somehow works it in, um, exactly. which is a hell great. of a linebacker, too. Hell yeah. <laughs> great movie great movie paul jt finally watched the replacements by the way took me a while but i finally watched it great movie but you know i oh god paul god well i was just gonna say uh one of the episodes bryce dallas howard actually directed it i noticed that at the end i saw that i was like wow, i think it was great. episode four yeah i noticed that i was like jake looks bryce dallas howard i was like damn she's she's a smoke she's a yeah <laughs> yeah well <laughs> what what were you gonna say jake no, so I'm what's big for what's big on Mando for me is that at least in my opinion this is the first time that we're getting a kind of behind the scenes look and I don't want to call them side characters but at least through the saga of all the movies they were at least B stars instead of A stars. So now we're finally seeing that kind of world and like a normal interaction like you would normally have that we get in game of thrones a lot you see these like big main storylines but then also within every main storyline there's at least two or three side little stories that are going on and that's kind of how i slide mando in in that category is it's literally like a side story going on within the entire universe so I to to me it's it's just fascinating and this last I it just it keeps getting better. So it's it, it's so hard it's so hard for me to sit here and like not want to root for Mando real bad because it seems like at least to some fans, not me in particularly, that Game of Thrones kind of went down as it went on. And I feel like Mando just keeps skyrocketing every episode. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to agree that it went down. I think, and I think Troll has said this, season six was probably the best. Um, that was that was its peak, and season seven was still good, and then eight was, well, we all know. Yeah. Um, but I will say this about The Mandalorian. I'm a sucker for, um, for prequels, and that's why I like the first three, because it was fun to see Vader become Vader and all that stuff. So I really enjoy, like you guys were saying, like them filling in the gaps. Um, and no matter, no matter what hockey troll says, even with eighth season being trash, I think game of Thrones is the best series to be on TV ever. Wiener, wiener, next wiener, to wiener, another wiener. 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 
<laughs> All right, you were just waiting for that, dude. Incredible. That was incredible timing. <laughs> that was. He's been waiting on that since we started. Oh, wow. All right, but, so oh, you guys know that was coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know. <laughs> God, JT, I'm sorry. But Paul, I agree with you. Uh, I do think it's the best show ever, and I do think fi- uh, season five and six were my favorite. You know, the Ramsey Bolton time was super dark, and I loved it. But like you said, I even like season seven a lot. A lot of people don't like season seven, but season eight, I don't hate it. But you can, you know, we've we've gone over this a million times. It was just kind of rushed, and that's you know that's the only that's the only negative thing I have to say about the show. But I still, th- it's my favorite show of all time. Okay, okay. Yeah. So no, it's good that you bring this up because it's like that's the only negative thing. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck do you mean, dude? They. Okay, here's my beef with Game of Thrones. They open up, they open up, um, you know, like all these weird storylines. And then, you know, they tease you along. They get you in, fully committed to it. You know, you're getting the over the pants handy. You know, you're like, things are going good. Things are going good. And then they like, just cut you off, put you in suspense, which is great. Fine. Then they, then she ghosts you. You know, that fucking storyline ghosts you and then no, comes back like a season later. And I mean, the White Walkers were the best um, example of this is that they they brought them in and out of the series so often. And then finally they were just like, oh, well, now they're like a really fucking crazy threat. You know, they've been walking for about, you know, eight, seven seasons now. And then on the seventh season, they're just going to like pick up pace, I guess, and like fucking go ham and make it all the way down, you know, to the fucking wall. But I, that they've left so many loose ends and they, they did a good job. I think that the masterful part of season eight was how, how they've actually like found every single little threat well as many threads as they could and try to just chop them off and just kind of clean it up neatly for fucking, viewers to at least have right that's an ending but like some closure who is the fucking um the uh the the fucking white walker king who are those guys who the fuck are those guys why are they different from just the zombie guys like i don't you know maybe i'm missing some stuff in the lore but they really don't explain it yeah Uh, and like you said it's it's one of the things I've talked about too about the White Walkers. Like you said, the whole show is the build up of them, you know, taking their good old time walking, and then we have the one episode in season eight, and the war's over. Like right. they, they fight them once, you know, they fight them. In in reality, the long night could have been a whole season. I thought, sure, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. And then we mm-hmm. we we win in one episode. That you know, I, that's. <laughs> I get that. I agree with you on that. Yeah. And then I, I don't oh, what what's hard for me though is like when I take both of the shows, it's like Game of Thrones as a whole. Like in my opinion, it's phenomenal. I know season eight was and but to me personally, it wasn't that bad. It's not as bad as everybody makes it out to be. But what is hard is those loose ends that they didn't tie up. Whereas the Mandalorian I don't want to call it a loose end, but in that Star Wars timeline, it kind of is one of those just little um, side quests, loose end missions to where they don't really they can't really go wrong because everybody knows what happens before and everybody knows what happens 
than the end. They can just kind of go any direction to tie in their story. So to me, they kind of, they, they sort of have the advantage to where Game of Thrones was going for so long. It kind of was in those era chunks to where there, there were a couple things that you're like, well, what the fuck? We've been talking about this the whole time and we don't even address it. So it, it's, it's just hard because it's both shows are on the opposite side of the spectrum right, right. now. Well, okay, so first, let me say, how dare you consider Mandalorian a side quest, all right? So look, <laughs> ever since, ever since, do you remember the book, Tales of the Bounty Hunter? Did you guys ever read that, or am I just, like, exposing myself as, like, an uber nerd? I don't Nobody read. reads Star I don't even Wars, know how to read. <laughs> I don't even read, man. Not even, <laughs> dude, not even just Star Wars. Like, I just I'll, try to, I'll try to start books, and I, I read, like, 20, 25 pages, and I'm just like, oh, I'm done. I can't finish <laughs> It just took me two years to read a book. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, Can't I, finally, I, I finally finished it. Right. So okay. So here, here's the thing. Tales of the Bounty Hunter. Okay, it was a, it was, it's non-canon now because this was written before Disney. You know, Uber Minch Disney took over like the entire like thing, right? But um, <clears throat> I would say like it, it was just like kind of an expose about all of these. The, basically all of the bounty hunters that were in the uh, Darth Vader's Star Destroyer when he's like, okay. find them, no vaporizations. Remember, like, I need them alive, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. When he's looking for Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> you know, IG-88's in there, Boba Fett's in there, right? Boba Fett ends up catching him. But uh, that that book like fucking had such a huge Star Wars impact on me, and from like from then on, I was like, dude, Jedi's are lame. Like I I can't because here's the thing: the greatest part about the Mandalorian right now is that we're so from. All right, let me let me dial that back. We've always seen like this like good versus evil like crazy power struggle in the Star Wars universe, right? Like these yep. these uh these light you know the dark and versus the light, right? Like, there's got to be a huge gap between those, right, in society. Dark versus light. There's people who are in the gray there, and then they're like the under, like Han Solo types, right, before he was a rebel leader, right? So you have these this criminal underbelly of the entire Star Wars universe that was only really scratched the surface of on Rogue One. Like, you see Jabba the Hutt, right, in Jedi. Then you see like Rogue One where they have to do these like clandestine activities and deal with these like unsavory types. And now you have the Mando Lorian where you're like fully embedded into like the scum and villainy, which is amazing to me. So yeah, you're right. I mean, it is kind of a side, it's, it's, it's a side quest in the sense that it hasn't been explored in the, yeah. in the universe yet. So I love that it's getting more light and that's the genius of the Star Wars universe, right? You can just pick something. And another thing is that with such a vast universe, and this is why I think Mandalorian is so great, with such a vast universe, it's a lot of um writers tend to go back to, you know, like we saw in the last three films, Han Solo, Princess Leia, still around being like fucking relevant. Like you're old, like go away, like we want new shit. Here, they did such a great job because so little was known about Boba Fett you know, and so little was canon that they could just create this character. And I just think that they've done such a good job with, with going anywhere. So I guess advantage in storytelling with the Mandalorian in that sense, but 
there was also a game plan with the Game of Thrones series. Sorry, that was a long rant. Long rant. No, that's, I like it. Yeah, a lot of good points. Um, I also really like – well, this is what I do when I watch a show, like which we talked about for Game of Thrones Season 8. We like to predict what we think is going to happen moving forward. Sure. Uh, you know, just the last episode of Mandalorian, when he was talking to Ahsoka and she ended up not training him and – she was telling uh, Mando and little, what's his face, his name now, Grogu. Grogu, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was saying if he decides like he wants to be trained, go to the top of this mountain and do whatever, and maybe a Jedi will come find you or something. Right. In my opinion, that is leading up perfectly to have a young Luke Skywalker train this little Grogu guy, which is the start of Luke Skywalker's training school or whatever he was doing. In the, in the newer movies that's what i see that's totally uh, far-fetched and a long shot but that's exactly what i thought of when she mentioned like another maybe another jedi will come i was like oh it's got to be young luke right right because he'd be like the only one powerful enough but here's the crazy part they did drop hints on how like grogu's got like fear and he could be dark and and he's yeah. he's you know he's scared what if it was like fucking dark side yoda bro Think Whoa. about a Sith Yoda. What if he shows down with Yoda? Yo. <laughs> Some green what, on green what, crime. What yeah, if, like what Yo- if, yeah. Yoda has to Yoda has to be the one to shut him down. Like, right. like season, series finale years from now. What if we get like a Yoda force ghost that comes to the, the little oh, guy? Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, right. but did Disney's genius as fuck though, like yeah. when you, if you think about it, because they literally can take this show if they want to and create that whole new saga that they want to create in the Star Wars universe. That's what's oh, yeah. crazy about this show is they can who knows, maybe that Grogu guy could end up being a character down the road in one of those new movies or maybe somehow they might just keep it in that timeline and Ahsoka could be one of the characters. Cause I never watched the clone war TV shows, but JT seen them all. And he said, she's in it. Like those other Mandos are in it. So that, that's just a whole nother world that I know nothing about. Yeah. And they have I like, would, yeah. They have like black lightsabers and shit, dude. It's fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> the dark sabers in yeah. the clone wars. And then they, they pull it out in Mando, which I love. I love how, like I said, they're doing it for the fans. Like they're putting it all together. And I love how they're taking shit from the movies and shit from the Clone Wars and just throwing it all in one new show. You know what right. I mean? With a, with a new character, kind of like you were saying, it's not, we're not focusing on, you know, the rich Jedi's up in Coruscant or the dark Sith. It's like right in the middle, kind of the guys trying to survive, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. Just a great twist on Star Wars. And I honestly think. I'm a big prequel lover too with one, two, and three, but Mando blows any of the new movies out of the water, in my opinion. Uh, dude, I would say, and this is blasphemous, right? Because for the longest time, you know, it's like, so a lot of people like, uh, Empire. That's like the number one, right? Everybody says Empire is their favorite, uh, which I think is pretty fucked, but I like Jedi. Jedi is my favorite. They had the biggest budget, the end scene, action scene, like the space battle, plus like the fucking like Luke and Vader going at it, like the the culmination of it all. That's my favorite. That's my favorite Star Wars movie. And then honestly, the next one for me is Rogue One and then probably Empire. 
and then, you know, going on down the line of like probably the normal progression. But as far as just overall content, man, like Mando is really close behind Jedi for me. Yeah. It's like, it's up there. I mean, with the, it's nice because obviously in, in today's age, we get such better visual effects. Right. But even, even the Mando story and just the turn of events, I mean, I, I love it way better than any of the, the newest trilogy. I mean, with Ray oh, yeah. and all that, um, Mando is way better than those three, in my opinion. And Revenge of the Sith is always my favorite. Episode three. I mean, I think maybe it's because I was a young kid. I was nine or ten when it came out. and Right. I just, I just love that movie so much. Yeah, so you've watched it enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, I rewatch it like Polly watches Thrones. Well, no, I, 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 that's perfectly then. Thank you. Paul, my yeah. guy. Which So you're a big Game of Thrones guy, obviously. Which yeah. house do you relate with or to the most? Well, I love the Starks. Um, but I don't think I honestly would have been a Stark. Um, I feel like I'd be a Northerner though. (sighs) Maybe a Mormont. Okay. Yeah. Um, as much as I'd like to be one of the big houses, I just, I don't think I would be. Um, but I would definitely be somewhere cold and miserable and, uh, Bear Island seems pretty appropriate. Yeah. Damn. Okay. That's not what I was expecting. I mean, honestly, for me, I even got the flag hanging in here in my room. I, I, I'm i a big Night's Watch guy, dude. I could Whoa. chill in a castle, got them views, might be a little snow. I know you're with a bunch of dudes, but I mean, you can sneak off every now and again. <laughs> that's that's what's risque about life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the Night's Watch is like a bunch of fucking guys being dudes, right? Yeah, it's it's literally bros on guys being dudes. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd, I'd feel like I'm playing college hockey my whole life. <laughs> Dude, what? Well, so, is does hockey start up soon? Again, Fuck. we hope well, the so. ECHL is supposed to in December. That'd be awesome. Damn, fans, you think? I don't know. Um, Frosty it's weird. Fridays. The AHL is possibly going to delay like a whole year. The NHL wants to do January 1st and ECHL is like, fuck it. We're starting in December. I don't know why, but I would assume it's going to be probably no more than half, probably like a fifth of fans. Yeah. Now, not being disrespectful to the nailers because I'm a big nailers guy like frosty Fridays, but if if they cut half of what like they already get, I I don't get how anybody makes money like fan wise. Well, right. they don't get that big of attendance anyway, so it might be a beneficial thing. Yeah, actually, <laughs> right. And not wow. to be a dick, but like I don't think I think that like a cutting in half would probably be around the normal large crowd at a Nailers game. Unfortunately, what. What yeah. a spin zone, and then you make it like a VIP thing to do. Like, oh yeah, yeah you can't get in the Nailers game, but I can. <laughs> right? False yeah, sense and, of and exclusivity. it might be they might get more businesses to buy in, and those seats stay empty anyway. So then they they're still getting their nut, but they're um, they're keeping capacity down. I I think the ECHL will be better off than most teams or most other leagues because they're used to not filling the arena. Except okay. for a couple of games a year, anyway. 
I got Fair. you. That that makes sense. Well, I, I don't know if you guys heard, but we're kind of starting a whole rebrand on the whole new Wheeling, West Virginia type of living. So we're already promoting a new mayor for 2020. It's going to be Michael Zavolda is going to be running for mayor. So basically we're going to get him on board and then he can get us in all these exclusivity Nailers games just in case we are, you know, locked forever. Is that for real? Right. Are you joking or is that real? No, we're, we're, prom- we're promoting it now, but who knows, man? It could happen. Yeah. When's the next election? Be like Mike. That's our slogan. <laughs> I think it's 22. All right. I'd vote for him. See? I Here we too. go. I will too. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Let's just see how crazy we can get. Fuck it. Let's go. <clears throat> yeah. Would you guys be the official wheeling podcast? You guys could be, you know, serious. I mean, I mean, we could if 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 Mike Zavoda wins mayor, I feel like we have to take credit, right? right. We have to. We'd be you the, better get the first interview. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> My, First, first official interview, Mike Zavoda is mayor yeah. on the juice box pod. Well, there you go. well dude, at, at the end of the day, then we can get him to start promoting podcasts, and then it then it will only help podcasts like us that are based in Wheeling. So we're going to start the podcast uh, revolution. Absolutely. You guys, you guys are more than happy to roll with us to the new mayor of Wheeling in 2022. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Just let us know what you need. Yeah. We're in. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I don't even know this guy. <laughs> Great guy. He's me. electric. Yeah. All right. Good, good. But, uh, okay. So back, back to the Game of Thrones versus Mando talk. I mean, one last thing I'll say about why Mandalorian is better is the reason. Now, this is, I'm playing some 3D chess here, boys. The entire reason that the Game of Thrones series got cut short. Because HBO broke from their ways and said, look, we'll give you, like, sign on for how many episodes more do you want? Like, blank checked these creators, these two brothers, right? I don't even know who they are. You guys might know. Um, Yeah, the two two showrunners. They weren't even creators because they fucking ripped it off of a book. But uh, you've got these two guys, right? And they denied an HBO blank check to go to the big screen to direct a Star Wars movie, which I think was the middle installment. So that's like episode eight, right? I believe. Is either eight or nine? Might have been nine. The middle one is eight. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But I thought, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought they were tackling a whole new trilogy. That's I what I thought they were going to do a trilogy yeah. after this one. Oh, yeah, okay, it was supposed okay. to be like a hundred years away and have nothing to do with the Skywalkers and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Anyways, the point that I was trying to make is they they left they let Game of Thrones die like a fucking you know in its prime, being shot down in its fucking prime to go do they, Star Wars. Yeah, they did. I mean, yeah. the hype, the the GOT hype was at its peak, in my opinion. You had so sure. many new fans that binged. Season one through seven, you had your existing fans. I mean, you had memes, you had everything all over Twitter, Instagram, commercials. You're right. They fucking dropped the ball. They just gave it up. They, right. they had a, they had a gold mine. I mean, sure. and they just were like, Oh, we're done. 
we're just going to do this last season and move to Star Wars. I mean, you're right. They just kind of said, right. we're done. And that that was the light for them. That was that was the next step was Star Wars, right? Game of Thrones is was just a lowly peasant in comparison, <laughs> right, Polly? So <laughs> that's that's how the showrunners are. I'm not. That's not my opinion. That's what the showrunners thought. Polly. Here's here's how I got into Game of Thrones. I had I had only seen stuff here and there, and when I found out that there was going to be like a year and a half off, I still like. It was like eight months later. I binge watched all seven seasons in like a month. And then I watched seasons one through seven again, the the couple weeks going into season eight, watched season eight. And then just a couple weeks ago, I rewatched it all. I don't think I could sit down and just can. I actually, I tried to do that with Star Wars. I did. And by the time I got to Rogue One, I was like, after this movie, I need a break. So. Yeah, but those are movies, I just, Paul. Yeah, it should be easier to binge them because no, they're, they're less not as, and they're shorter. Well, look, I mean, I will say that I did. I'm not a huge fan of like the whole Star Wars universe. Like the first three are kind of kind of weird, man. Like the, I mean, episodes <laughs> one through three, they're kind of weird. Jar Jar Binks, fuck that guy. Like it's it gets real weird. <laughs> He's a Sith Lord. Jar Jar Binks is <laughs> a Sith Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and and so and wait, you left out, Polly, that. You know, I've created this monster because I was like, dude, you got to watch Game of Thrones. Like, what the fuck are you even doing with your life? How do you, the, like, the most, like, you know, I don't know, just, this is just, Polly, this is you. This is your thing. You love, like, weird barbarian shit. And you're weird. Like, you love this shit. And you're like, no, man, yeah. I'm, I'm too busy, you know, barely passing college, drinking beer and watching the Raiders <laughs> and Notre Dame. And, and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, come on, we could do this. And then finally you're like, you know, you, you, you succumb. And again, I've the best advice ever given by me, of course. Well, you can take partial credit cause you're not the only one who told me, but it was very good advice. And you know, you're right. Like I'm into like Braveheart and King Arthur and all that shit. So you would have thought that game right. of Thrones, I mean, it is right up my alley, but I shouldn't have waited so long to watch it. I sure am glad I have, but I'm also new to Star Wars as well. I just really got into it a couple years ago, and the the Mandalorian has been a very nice change of pace from the continuous uh, good versus evil, like you said earlier. I I think the, the the good thing about the Mandalorian is it's more relatable. Like there's still obviously like um, the speed of light and shit like that. Like people can travel that fast and move across a planet in minutes. But aside from that, I feel like the Mandalorian is more relatable. So it's easier to, I think it's easier to watch over and over again because it's not just complete fantasy. It's a little more realistic. And I I I think, I I mean, I don't know why you're stuck on this like rewatchability factor uh, that's just because you can sit there and like p- pound off to it over and over doesn't mean it's like great right like there's lots of things that are on titanic i will watch titanic every time it's on fucking tv dude because yes. <laughs> and i don't know why but i don't i don't and I, and I think it's a great movie but i'm not over here touting it as the best fucking movie of all time Polly. you know i'm not, the best- I'm not even and my argument here is that mandalorian is the best content out it's the best content out 
And I would say you could, it's, it's better than Game of Thrones. If it ended tomorrow, it'd be better than Game of Thrones. That's uh, crazy. That's I crazy. It, oh, I mean, it's not. It's not. <laughs> but you know what's funny about Paul's story about watching Thrones is the exact way I watched it. Me too. Really? I, I binged, yeah, I binged one through seven in like, like he said, a month. And then I watched one through seven again right before eight started. And then I watched eight while it was on. I haven't watched it again since. But Damn. So you, I, I just – go ahead. Well, okay. That's interesting. And it's interesting to see the fanaticism of the people who watched all seven seasons before the eight uh, to be disappointed. Because I feel like um, you guys are like the jihadists of the Game of Thrones <laughs> culture now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, what's what's wild with me with Game of Thrones is I, I can relate to both of them. I caught up with everybody on a national national stage on the Battle of the Bastards episode. Oh. So I literally was started watching it once season six started. And when I lined up everything, it was right at the end of six. I, I oh, that was your first live episode? That was my first live oh, episode. Damn. That's it a was good one. insane, dude. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck, everybody's tweeting and shit's going down. I'm like, this is crazy. It's season eight. Um, Merkel and I, oh, sorry, I said his name. Troll and I, um, every week, I would come to his house, bring a bottle of wine, and we would just we watched, I think, almost the entire season just slinging some red wine like Tyrion. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> Bro, that we were doing the same, the same thing with season eight. Mm. We were watching it downstairs here in the studio down here. We would get some wine, do the same thing. Like we were actually, you know, like you were Tyrion or whoever. Yeah, but, Dude, I just watched uh, the new Jumanji movie, and the Hound is in it. Is no it? way. Yeah, it's one of my uh, favorite characters for sure. So. I think oh, the yeah. hound, I think the hound's the best character in the show. Uh, oh, definitely top three for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm a big Ramsey guy myself. Oh <laughs> God, jeez. Hey, dude, don't you think that actor looks like Buddha? Oh yeah. Whoa, I never <laughs> thought of that. But, he, he's yeah, in yeah. the dirt. He's in the dirt on Netflix that Motley Crue movie. And he, now that you say that, he even looks more like Buddha in that than he does in Threads. You need he to look, does look, look like it up. Buddha. Say. Buddha needs to go yeah. for him next next Halloween. Bring him back. Yeah, perfect yeah. time. He, he would look really good as Ramsey Bolton for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Shout out to Buddha. He just got a big promotion. He's head of Jefferson <laughs> County. Uh, he's he's the health commissioner. I oh, know, really? dude. What? Yeah, that's what yeah. my mom my mom was telling me about that. That's huge. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout out Andrew Henry. Congratulations. Yeah. Shout out that man. Absolutely. Shout out yeah. that man. Uh, Caps fans, but, if you hey, didn't know. The Polly and uh, JT and Jake are you guys are all related in some weird way, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So okay. I hit Paul's dad Piss and my cousins. mom. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's dad and my mom are uh, are me and Jake's mom are first cousins. Yeah. So it's really not that weird at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not that all right. Weird. All right. We're just, <laughs> weird. We're distant cousins. It's not yeah. That weird. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. Uh, I I don't know it. it it, I don't know. I feel like I was related to everybody growing up. But yeah, I feel shout like. out that man, Paul. But yeah. uh, but trolling. I think I am prepared to say though. I think Mandalorian could end up better. Okay, that's how fair. many seasons do you think it needs to get there? One. I mean, 
the, re- <laughs> the rest of this se- next episode. <laughs> I'm telling you, these first two seasons, man, they hit it out of the park. You're right on that. But Dude. maybe like four or five. Wow. I really? think five is the sweet spot for any show. Yeah. Once you get past five, you have to like really start getting out there. Mm-hmm. So if you can if you can achieve greatness by four and then wrap it up beautifully in five, that's the way to go. Right. So I agree. I mean, HBO has has this formula, which is why Game of Thrones was slated as such. And they found this formula via the show, I want to say Entourage. Because Entourage ran for like, what, eight or nine seasons or some crazy shit, right? Well, they figured out that like with – that was a super pretty popular show. And then it reached the height of its popularity at like episode – I think it – I don't know, X, whatever. It was basically like season five. And then the rest of the – I mean they just saw diminishing returns. But they – and then that's how they run. That's why HBO does such great like – series mini series and things like true detective i mean come on incredible show Great. uh you know the wire you know another incredible show that that they that they ran right or was that that was hbo right yeah you're the right wire? you're right yeah, yeah yeah okay um i mean you look at any really hbo modern show now and they they basically cut it off either at it's either a mini series with like a different anthology or they cut it off at like five seasons. It seems. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And rarely now I feel like there's not a lot of shows that get to that season five, season six mark, because Mm -hmm. it, it kind of just seems like somewhere in, in the third and fourth season and all these good shows, it's either somebody's asking for more money. They're trying (laughs) to do something else and it normally tears apart. So that's where, I I'm with both of you in a sense of that. If Mando can get to that five and six, I'll put it up there with game of Thrones because those channels also like Disney plus and uh, HBO at a time you had to pay to watch that stuff also too. Like you couldn't just, just turn on the TV and watch it. So the fact that these shows are the ones that are becoming like, cultural phenomenons is is pretty fascinating that people pay to watch these shows mm-hmm. you know no doubt i mean uh it's it's top quality content that hbo does anyways and yeah. they also have so much clout like you get you could easily launch a film career from an hbo series mm-hmm. I and mean, we've seen Absolutely. it time no and time doubt. again you know i mean we've yeah. even seen big you know like matthew mcconaughey and true detective come from movies down to you know, the, the small screen just to, because it's awesome. Right. Um, Dude, absolutely. True detective season one. I mean, with Mac McConaughey and what's his face, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Uh, unreal. It's a great it show. I mean, I loved it so much. It's one of the best. Just, I don't care about the season two very much. There's a season three. I didn't even watch, but season one was just absolutely unreal. And shows too. I don't know if you guys have seen this show, but one that's on TV right now that in my opinion, I will say it. It's the, it's the only other show right now that I will put at game of Thrones level is Yellowstone. Yeah, That's where I, I was going to go there next. Yellowstone. Have you guys watched Yellowstone? It's incredible. Yeah. I've heard what a lot it? of good about it. Yeah. Jake, what channel is it on or what? It's a, it's on Paramount network or uh, the Peacock app. If you download that and it's uh 
you know, without giving anything away, it's basically your modern day Cowboys versus Indians and like a corporate money environment. Yeah. And it's, it's incredible. I also, uh, yeah, I also, as a quick way to explain it, I said that it's picture, you know, you're out West on a ranch, but adds like a mafia show too, except it's based on a ranch. You got your underground criminals, uh, murderers, all this shit. And then you got like corporate money shit going on. A lot going on in that show. And you guys should, uh, you guys should check it out for sure. It's really good. All right. That's the next one. I like that summary. You got my interest. Yeah. Right. Right. It's peaked. I'm I'm interested in it for sure. Like when you finish it, what 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 Jake? Season four, three, just three right now. Yeah, season, season three, four. you'll want to be like a, a a rancher. You're gonna buy. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna buy a cowboy hat. You're gonna try to normalize cowboy hats and wheeling because I already did it. <laughs> well, we got that picture. A troll put that cowboy hat on <laughs> yeah. your house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. brother, dude, that thing's sweet. It's like a fucking helmet. What is that even I made know. of? Wait, is that a real cowboy hat? What is that? Dude, I I got it on Amazon. I, it's too fucking hard. I can't. Can't even, be real then. Yeah, <laughs> I need to get like a legit like like whatever kind they have, whatever it is, velvet or whatever the fuck. Ooh, it is. Velvet. Walk around looking like Toby Keith. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's uh okay. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that thing, the one that I had, it, it was like a helmet. It was sweet. I mean, I liked it because it was uh. I don't even what the hell is even made. You got to figure out what it's made of and like DM that to me because uh Yeah, I will. I'll look right when we're done. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'll let you know what it's made out of. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so I guess I haven't swayed anyone from this opinion that uh, because of, you know, the Game of Thrones fandom here because you guys are the crusaders of Game of Thrones now. You're the fanatics. You've you've taken in all the con And I guess that's the weird part is cuz I probably binge-watched the first Four seasons. I bootlegged them and then I binged them all. And then, uh, but yeah, so, and then I, then I, after that, I had to wait and maybe that soured me on it because that's like, fuck. I mean, the last four, last four seasons was like six or seven years of my life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was in college well, when I, when I first found it. Pro tip. Anybody who wants to watch Game of Thrones for free, okay, just uh, get, do the do the HBO HBO Max uh, seven day free trial, and you have to make sure you're binging regularly. But every time your free trial's up, just make a new email address. And <laughs> <laughs> I went through. I used four. It took me like five weeks. I took a little time off. I used four different email addresses, but I watched one through eight free of charge. <laughs> Pro tip. Wow. Pro tip. Wow. <laughs> and you know, I will say this about my fandom here. I love the Mandalorian, but I will not get this is the way tattooed on me like I got Valar Morghulis on my back. But that's <laughs> ridiculous. That is that's fucking. Fair, what does Valar Morghulis even mean? What does that mean? All men must die. Who the fuck even says that in Game of Thrones? I can't even remember. A lot of people. Yeah, it's Valyrian. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's Valyrian, bro. <laughs> Delirium, bro. Look you might up. as well, like yeah. you might as well just be, okay. Look, Polly. Let me just let me just equate this for you, okay? That would be like a Star Wars or a Star Trek, a Trekkie, a dirty Trekkie getting like Klingon well, on that their fucking wrong. <laughs> on their <laughs> body. 
tattooed. Klingon. All right. Don't so say. That don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't say that. <laughs> I'm just gonna get hello there tattooed on my leg. Hello yeah. there. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but no, that's, I like it. No, I, I mean I like it's it, cool. Paul. It's cool not to Thank not you. to shit on yeah. you completely, but like. I mean, dude, you you could be one of those guys that gets a cross on their arm with their family's names on it on the left arm, like those douchebags that walk around. Weird. Yeah, different. You went different. Yeah, dude, honestly, the slogan, the game, one of the Game of Thrones uh, slogans, whatever you want to call them, that I really love is uh, the the Greyjoys slogan: "What is dead may never die." Dude, yeah, I it's pretty. It. It's I love tough. it so much. It is tough, and there. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great. That, like I would consider that like as a tattoo. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. tough not having a dick too. <laughs> yeah, it is. Dude, I I love the show Vikings, but the Grage or the 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 Iron Iron Islanders were basically Vikings, and they were so annoying. Like in in that universe, the Viking lifestyle was just not appealing at all. But if you watch the this TV show Vikings, it's mm-hmm. a completely different feel. Have you guys ever watched that? It's an I've AMC it was, show. I've heard it was really good. I haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, Dupes loves it. I've never seen it though. It's it's enjoyable. It it's I, I think they're they're wrapping it up, but it's another thing like they they probably could have called it quits a season or two ago, but yeah. the first three and four are are legit. So if well, you're looking for a new show, Vikings on AMC. Fun or maybe fact. History Channel. Fun fact: If you're a video game guy, which I don't play this game, but if you play Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the new Assassin's Creed, it's about Vikings. And John said that there are um, family lineages in that game that are also um, represented in that TV show as well. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, interesting. So. Pretty cool. So it must be like some sort of historical connection. Yeah. yeah sure. It's probably uh, Ragnar Lothbrook. He's like fucking, he's a legendary Viking. So it's probably him. That's what the show's centered around anyway. Him. Gotcha. Interesting. All right. Well, boys, I mean, I get, like I said, I guess I, I didn't really come out here to, to prove that you guys were absolutely wrong, even though you are. I just didn't want to. <laughs> You know, I didn't. I didn't want to like you know shit on you too bad on that. I just, just Polly is just over here, just so hard up. Jesus, Polly, right? Yeah. Did Fall. I make him? Did that make noise? Man yeah. Down. I don't know what you're even doing. Paul um, just yeah, fell off his chair. Fell off his chair. My uh, my headphone um, my headphones hit my table, so I think that's what the noise was. Nice. That's um, probably what it was. <laughs> I was reaching down for a beer. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I'll tell you this much. I think that with all of the production support that the Mandalorian has and like, there's obviously crazy Disney plans around it, right? Like we're going to see a Avengers type Disney star Wars movie, right? Where like all of these characters either make some sort of fucked up appearance or whatever, right? Either, whether it be like a new trilogy, yeah, or like a, you know, I really wanted, I still would watch a Boba Fett movie. I would still watch a Boba Fett movie. So, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's aged out of the Boba Fett movie. Like, I don't know. Like, who knows? This is the great part about this universe, but 
I mean, I'm happy where they're, where they've started so far with this show because other than this is the only live action Star Wars show that is on, correct? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Which, yeah, which I, I guess I was mistaken when I was the hype at Disney Plus was going on. I thought Disney Plus was going to come out and then all these shows were going to be on it already. You know what I mean? Because uh, yeah. they said they were making like the Obi-Wan Kenobi show or whatever shit like that. That should yeah, be a movie. Only, you're right. I didn't mean to yeah. interrupt you, but uh, The Mandalorian, yeah, that's the only live action Star Wars we got right now. Is a show. Yeah, zip it. <laughs> God, I can't help it sometimes. I get so fired up about Star Wars. And, Game of <laughs> and that's why uh, you're here. Yeah. Right, exactly. And that's, that's, what's, that's what's so good. I mean, I'm not really sure what the hell we've accomplished in the season finale, but uh, in, in true Caps Chirps fashion, it's, it's just been great uh, to, to have you guys on. So, uh, I mean, let a, guys, we want to know where we can find you. Tell the, tell the Caps fans out there uh, if they're interested in like pop culture stuff or kind of a, a podcast about a lot of different things. You know, give them a rundown of what, what the juice box is and, and where they can find you. Yeah, I mean the juice box is just that pretty much what you said. We kind of we kind of like to talk about a lot of things going on, pop culture, movies, TV shows, sports we like, kind of all over the board, whatever's on our mind. So, if you guys want some just some content of the boys just talking back and forth, we're the Juice Box podcast, we're on Apple and Spotify, and I'm on the Juice Box podcast Twitter. That's at the Juice Box Pod, it's at the Juice Box Pod. Um, if you want to read some of our blogs too, you can go to thejuiceboxpod.com and um, follow us on Facebook, The Juice Box Podcast. We are not the Diabetes, The Juice Box Podcast. Damn. Dude, that was pretty good, honestly. It That's sounds nice. like you've said that before. Yeah. <laughs> A couple good times. Job. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, but boys, I, I really do appreciate you having us on. And it's even a bigger honor knowing that we are closing out this season. So big round of applause for you guys. You guys are doing great things. Um, it, it, it's nice to see some local talent in the podcast game. Just keep doing <laughs> what you're doing, boys, and very, very much, very, very much appreciative, and thank you very much. Absolutely, man. You got a handle you want to throw out? Oh, yes. At Juice Nixon underscore ladies, send me out today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Well, we do not condone that, but if you want to, ladies, I don't know. Whatever, whatever you want. Can't take you anywhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, again, thanks a lot. Uh, we'll have to do something else next season. You know, we'll have to, we'll have to continue to collaborate and, uh, you know, we love the support that you guys give us on social. And obviously we try, we try our best to, to share that love back. But, um, until next time, boys, uh, just take care and stay safe and we'll see you soon. Okay. Yeah. Much awesome. love, guys. Thanks. thanks Bye, boys. guys. Thank you. See ya. See ya.
All right, Caps fans. We hope you enjoyed that ridiculous interview or more discussion uh, as to why Polly Cupcakes' shit is all upside down and why The Mandalorian is the best TV on right now. Um, Polly, you got anything to say about that? I mean, you're wrong. Uh, you know, just if, you know, I don't remember if I said this in the interview or not, but I think if if Game of, Game of Thrones could have ended just the way it did, but if it would have taken the extra episodes because they shortened up season seven and eight, if they had done 10 episodes in each season and still had the same storyline but extended it and explained more in the middle, I think it would have been just fine. It's just honestly the biggest issue, and you alluded to this, is that they rushed it because they wanted to get out and start on Star Wars. Right. So um, if if they just would have taken the time and cashed in that blank check, it wouldn't even be a debate. But you got lucky, and you've got some ground to stand <laughs> on here because they rushed it. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you're right. The I think that the ending really killed it for me. The last season was an absolute debauchery. Um, it was a good practice and it was an incredible practice in like how to just kill something dead. How do you just end <laughs> all storylines as quickly and as, as easily as possible? How do you just fucking end it? Just end it without anything else. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know, so many loose story, storylines, uh, whatever happened to the fucking blacksmiths, the blacksmith Baratheon's bastard son. Do you remember? Um, yeah. Uh, Daenerys made him the Lord of uh, the Storm, not the Stormlands. Um, whatever the Brath, he, he became the Brathian Lord, whatever the oh. their home is. Okay. Uh, and right. she made him a natural Brathian. Okay. All right. Well, I guess. So, and he asked Arya to be his lady and she was like, nah. That's right. Okay, yeah, and here's another thing about it, is that it just, everybody had such a happy ending in a, in a series that was predicated on unhappy everything. Uh, I think there were quite a few unhappy endings. Like what? Well, um, Tyrion had to be the hand of the king, which he did not want. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Given a Cersei guy? died. That's a good thing. Well, for us, but not for her. What, what, I'm talking about the audience, you dickhead. Everybody got the happy ending that they wanted, right? The, the no, terrible. If, if no, people got what, what, what they should have done is had Cersei win the entire thing. The entire thing. Cersei <sighs> kills the dragons. Golden Army works out for her because that's really, honestly, probably what happened in the real world. But anyways, uh, not that it should be what happened in the real world, but... What would be really provoking would be Cersei wins, she kills Jamie just for fun, um, and then everybody else she just eliminates. She kills brutally publicly and is is then the queen forever. And then raises Jamie's baby as Euron Greyjoy's baby. Yes. No, the ending everybody wanted was John and Daenerys ending up together and ruling the seven kingdoms together. Can't that do that. was what that you is couldn't. what fan that would have been the happiest ending. That's what that the fans would have wanted. That would have never worked. I know, but that's what people wanted. 
Yeah, but it would it just it would have been stupid. That would have even been even stupider than what they did. How would you? They could have wrapped that up in one episode then. Yeah. Well, just whatever. Anyway, trash. Look, the ending's trash, and it ruins the entire it ruins the entire series. I will, I'm waiting for spinoffs from it though. Spinoffs of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And we'll be, and then we'll be able to judge those independently. But um, maybe hmm. a spinoff will get your attention, like The Mandalorian. It will. It will. Um, I mean, I am 100% a Targaryen. So if yeah, it, honestly, if, like to our point of what we said, how like getting a story away from the Skywalkers, mm. it'll be kind of nice to get a story that isn't as much Stark and uh, Lannister. Right. Right. So like. I want to see Dragon Riders, motherfucker. Yeah. So that would be cool. Um. Anyways, we're we're off track again. Imagine that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. How about that? <laughs> well, Caps fans, again, thanks so much for listening to us this season. We have to mm-hmm. tell you about SummerStates.com. Again, like I said, you need to go out and just order five. 10, 15, 100 pair from summerskates.com. Um, again, at summerskates on Twitter and Instagram and use DMNOV20 and the percent sign for their sale that's going on through November. So the end of November. So you literally have today to do this. Uh, remember, a portion, a percentage of all sales goes to the Princess Margaret Cancer Hospital through the road to hockey to concert to conquer cancer. It trips me up every time to conquer cancer partnership. They've already as a company accumulated over a hundred thousand dollars in donations. So, um, incredible efforts there. Also, if you order two pair or more, you get free, uh, shipping and a matching koozie of, of the sandals that you bought. So if you bought some Ovechkin sandals, which you should, uh, get the Ovechkin koozie. I'm rocking it right now. This thing gets a ton of use. This is the official podcast koozie for me. Uh, Paulie, I don't know about you, but is, is that the same? Yeah, case? I got it. I got it right now. I don't know if you're <laughs> doing video, but I got it right here. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, folks, thing. listen, you can buy this stuff. You get a great product. All right. For, for a good price, you get to help contribute to cancer research and you get free stuff. If you buy two, you're going to get free shipping and a free koozie. You get to donate to cancer. You get a great product, cancer research. You get a great product and you get free stuff. You cannot find a better purchase in the world. Do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So again, that's summerskates.com at summerskates on Twitter and Instagram. Use code DMNOV20 in the percent side. That's 20% off. And again, you buy two or more pair, it's free shipping and matching koozies. So just do it. And honestly, thank us later because this is probably one of the best offers that we've ever had on our show. Yeah. Thank us later. Exactly. Paul, you got anything else, man? Uh, bring on season two, boys and girls, uh, everyone, yep. fans. Absolutely. Again, Caps fans, we wouldn't be anywhere without you. So, like, this is the first time that I'm actually going to be genuinely humble and say thank you so much. Uh, that's a weird thing from the Hockey Troll coming. But I'll tell you what. It is. You know, the sky's the limit. We hope you tune in for to two episodes next week. We're bringing back our segments, the Hockey Troll Hip Check and uh, Snack Time with Polly Cupcakes. 
which is amazing. Uh, also has that's now a Twitter or a TikTok series. Yeah, I've, I've branched into a whole new thing, <laughs> which is just it's creepy. Check it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> until season two, we'll see you in a couple days. Um, Polly Cupcakes, Hockey Troll, signing off. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trollin' on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, on Twitter at Cupcake Polly. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Twitter and Instagram. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on Twitter and TheHockeyPodcastNetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.